Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirshner. In recently filed court documents, Ivanka Trump is now claiming she wasn't the person responsible for fraud in the New York civil case against the Trump organization. Is she throwing her dad and brothers under the bus? Here's Glenn. So friends, it's nice when we can have just a little bit of fun with a story about the Trumps. There's a great new piece in Vanity Fair by Bess Levin about how it looks like trouble may be brewing inside the Trump family, a quarter of a billion dollars worth of trouble, regarding the civil fraud suit brought by New York Attorney General Tish James against Donald Trump, the Trump Organization, Don Jr., Ivanka, and Eric. Here is a little bit of that Vanity Fair piece by Miss Levin. Headline, Ivanka Trump awkwardly implies her brothers and dad may have committed fraud at the Trump Organization. And that article begins, the New York Attorney General's case against the Trump Organization, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump, is set to go to trial on October 2nd, 2023. Accused last year of committing a decade's worth of staggering fraud, the defendants, who have denied everything, allegedly made over 200 false and misleading valuations from 2011 to 2021, with AG Letitia James charging that the pattern of fraud that was used by Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization was astounding. Should the company and family be found liable, the state has asked for a financial penalty of $250 million and for the ex-president, Don Jr., Ivanka, and Eric all to be banned from ever running a business in New York again, among other things. Obviously, that result would be extremely embarrassing for the Trumps, which is probably why both Don Sr. and his eldest daughter, Ivanka, have asked for the start date of the trial to be delayed. Let me just pause there for a second, friends, because Judge Engeron, who's presiding over the Trump civil fraud trial, has said the case will be going to trial in October, quote, come hell or high water. Back to the Vanity Fair article. For his part, lawyers for the ex-president and current presidential candidate have argued that the evidence would take 11,000 hours to review and that the trial should be pushed back six months. As for Ivanka, her legal team took a slightly different approach. Now, per an article in The Independent, in court documents, Ms. Trump's attorneys argued that the fraud complaint filed last year against her and her co-defendants, 
by New York Attorney General Letitia James does not contain a single allegation that Ms. Trump directly or indirectly created, prepared, reviewed, or certified any of her father's financial statements. Other individuals were responsible for those tasks, Ivanka's lawyers wrote. The other individuals accused in the case are her father and brothers. So this comes off rather awkwardly, and the takeaway from the article in The Independent was that the former first daughter threw her siblings and dad under the bus. Other individuals were responsible for those tasks? Okay, can I translate that, friends? In her legal pleadings to the court, that's like Ivanka saying, whoa, 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 I didn't commit all that fraud. That was my brother's. And pop. Whew, that's going to make for an uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinner, right? Well, it looks like Ivanka may be protesting a little too much because, as Ms. Levin goes on to point out in the article, the Attorney General's office has flatly accused her, Ivanka, of being in on the alleged scam. To wit, James's office claims in the suit that all three Trump kids knowingly participated in the scheme. Of Ivanka specifically, the lawsuit notes her involvement in securing loans to buy Florida and Chicago properties in 2012, loans that were issued in part due to false financial statements. Okay, so Ivanka's hands aren't completely clean. It looks like she has a good bit of her own fraud to contend with. Still, it looks like Ivanka is ready to blame the lion's share of the fraud on Lil Donnie Jr., Creepy Eric, and Daddy. And friends, we are here for all of it. Because justice matters. Coming up next, there are now clues that actual criminal charges are probably coming for Donald Trump in New York. This is Justice Matters. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Prosecutors in New York have invited former President Trump to appear before the grand jury in the Stormy Daniels hush money case. Does this mean criminal charges are imminent for him? Here's Glenn. So friends, after so many false starts, after so many dashed hopes for justice, could it be? 
that Donald Trump is finally actually facing a criminal prosecution. Well, there are actually a number of strong indicators, solid indicators, that the answer to that question might finally be yes. Here's the latest from the New York Times. Headline, prosecutors signal criminal charges for Trump are likely. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office recently signaled to Donald Trump's lawyers that he could face criminal charges for his role in the payment of hush money to a porn star, Stormy Daniels. The strongest indication yet that prosecutors are nearing an indictment of the former president, according to four people with knowledge of the matter. The prosecutors offered Mr. Trump the chance to testify before the grand jury that has been hearing evidence in the potential case, the people said. Such offers almost always indicate an indictment is close. It would be unusual for the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, to notify a potential defendant without ultimately seeking charges against him. In New York, potential defendants have the right to answer questions in the grand jury before they are indicted, but they rarely testify, and Mr. Trump is likely to decline the offer. His lawyers could also meet privately with the prosecutors in hopes of fending off criminal charges. Okay, friends, let's unpack this one. What can we glean from this reporting that Donald Trump has been invited, not subpoenaed, invited to appear before the grand jury and try to talk his way out of an indictment, try to convince the grand jurors that he did nothing wrong, he committed no crimes. So what can we glean from this invitation? Well, first of all, why wasn't he subpoenaed? Why was he simply invited to appear before the grand jury? You know, that one is easy to answer. If you give somebody a grand jury subpoena, that's a court order compelling them to testify. And if it's the person you're investigating, the target of the grand jury investigation, the person you're intending to indict, that person has a Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. And you can't trump that Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, no pun intended. You can't overcome it by giving them a subpoena because they can just go into the grand jury and plead the Fifth. So we don't generally subpoena the target of an investigation, but sometimes we invite them. Why do we invite them? Well, we want to give the defendant an opportunity to try to convince the grand jury that he or she didn't commit any crimes and that they shouldn't indict him. We actually have a name for the letter, the invitation letter, that we give to the attorneys for the target of the indictment, Donald Trump's attorneys. It's kind of a cute name. We call it a May West letter. Why do we call it a May West letter? Well, people of a certain age will remember the Hollywood actress Mae West. She first sort of became a big movie star in the 30s and the 40s, and she had a whole bunch of really good one-liners. She was kind of the queen of the one-liner back in the day. And one of her memorable lines comes from a movie where she's talking to a, a gentleman who's in a uniform, and she says something along the lines of, well, I always did uh, appreciate a man in uniform, why don't you come up and see me sometime? That's actually not precisely the line. I think she said, why don't you come up sometime and see me? But it has morphed over the years and people refer to the famous Mae West line as, why don't you come up and see me sometime? 
somewhere along the way. Federal prosecutors thought it would be cute to refer to these invitation letters to, you know, have a target come in and testify before the grand jury as a May West letter. It's just a request that, why don't you come up and see the grand jury sometime? So maybe prosecutors aren't known for their searing wit. So a May West letter was delivered to Donald Trump and the reporting in the New York Times is that he has the opportunity to testify before the grand jury. Will he accept that invitation? I don't think there's a chance on earth Donald Trump will go into the grand jury, be placed under oath, and let prosecutors you know, wear him out with questions. Ain't gonna happen. And that is, I would say, par for the course. Most people that we give a May West invitation letter to, they don't take us up on that offer to testify. Here's the other thing. This request or this invitation of Donald Trump to testify before the grand jury is a sure sign that the grand jury investigation is just about complete. Why? Well, before we would ever want to examine, question, the target of an investigation in the grand jury, we would want to have exhausted all other investigative options. We want all the facts and details about Donald Trump's crimes in hand so we could fully question him about those crimes if he chose to testify in the grand jury. So this is absolutely the last investigative task that needs to be undertaken before Alvin Bragg's prosecution team asks the grand jury to vote out an indictment against Donald Trump. Here's the other thing. I would say once these invitation letters are delivered and the target of the investigation either accepts the invitation and testifies or declines the invitation, 99 times out of 100, that case is being indicted. Of course, Donald Trump, in his case, might be that one in 100 where there is still an open question as to whether Alvin Bragg will do what it seems like he should do next, which is indict Donald Trump. And we've had so many false starts with Alvin Bragg. We've had so many inexplicable tactical decisions, like when they had the goods on Donald Trump, according to the last Alvin Bragg prosecution team. And Bragg said, nope, not going to do it. I'm going to charge Alan Weisselberg, Trump's longtime chief financial officer. I'm going to indict Donald Trump's criminal organization, the Trump organization that basically was Donald Trump, that he headed up. And then when I go to trial against the Trump organization, my prosecutors will argue to the jury, and this is what the prosecutor argued in closing argument, ladies and gentlemen, the evidence you saw during the course of this trial proves that Donald Trump explicitly approved the fraud. So why wasn't Donald Trump charged previously, charged in connection with that criminal case, nobody knows. So I would say we still have to brace ourselves for possible disappointment because after all, this is Alvin Bragg. We're not gonna count our justice chickens before they hatch, but by all indications, it does seem like those justice chickens are in the process of, you know, beaking their way through the shell getting ready to come out, getting ready to hatch. And it sure feels like 
the next thing we should hear about after Donald Trump has the opportunity to appear before the grand jury is that the grand jury has voted to indict Donald Trump for his crimes. And that would be fitting because justice matters. So friends, can I take just a minute to say thank you. Thank you for tuning into these daily Justice Matters videos. As you may know, we are an all-volunteer operation here, posting a legal analysis video every day, seven days a week, and we couldn't do it without your support. So if you're interested in supporting our all-volunteer efforts, our mission, our content, please feel free to come on over to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron, and if you do, I will send you some Team Justice and Justice Matters stickers and a personal handwritten note of thanks. And as always, friends, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.